0: Thank you all for coming today. We're in another location this Sunday. So I I believe we'll be here for some time. And uh, I hope you get used to the whole business of going underground, you know, literally. (laughs) We're in a cellar kind of setup, um, basement or whatever it's called. But thank God we have a place. Amen? We're still working on our more permanent location and if you have already seen it, I think it's nice. Amen. Brother Anup is away with his parents in Kerala. He'll be back on Tuesday, I think. He had to deal with some family issues and took a small break at the same time. Amen. And uh, so God cares about you and your family. Amen. How many of you know that He's a family God? Amen. And so we, we believe in praying for your families, using you as a point of contact, As Acts 16.31 said, If you believe, you and your household shall be saved. Amen. If you believe, you and your household shall be saved. And saved means healed, delivered, protected and preserved. Amen. So God has a covenant with a person and his whole family. Thank God that you can stand for your family. You can believe for your family. And expect God to show up for your family. Amen. Don't forget that. Jesus is a family God. And when He takes one person, He uses that person as a point of contact to release goodness and mercy to the whole family. Amen. Hallelujah. All the families of the earth must belong to Him. Amen. Praise the Lord. I worship You, Lord. Let's just worship Him for a minute. Let's thank Him. Thank You, Lord. 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 Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. The whole earth is filled with your glory. Hallelujah. We worship you, our Father. He who sits on the throne, we worship you. The Lamb of God, we worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We worship you. Our Father. Our Father. Oh, we bless you. Better than any natural father. Hallelujah! We worship you. We worship you. Mana sore bilele bo cori asta la basha, de fede lire mosse darea dieste. Scambrile bo ravara basi carele boste. Amandri este O bile custolomoshe. Ore mangle dieste di Hallelujah! Zofre Vede de buro Shambrana zebeleste. Scambrana mai demreste. Hallelujah, man kosoloma, mana Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship. Hallelujah, semerë Hallelujah, Hallelujah, God of power and might, God of endless light, heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. He who sits on the throne, we worship you. Our Father, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Our Father, we worship you. We worship you. Our Father, blessed be your holy name. 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 Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship. You. Hallelujah. 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 We receive from your mercy right now. We receive, we receive, we receive from your outstretched hands in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Blessed be your
0: holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We bless you, we praise you, we thank you. Thank you, Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. We trust you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you forgive and you forget. Hallelujah. We bless you right now. We worship you right now. We thank you right now. You're a faithful God. Hallelujah. Unchanging God. We receive from your mercy right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Glory to your holy name, glory to your holy name, glory to your holy name. Thank you Lord, thank you that whatsoever thing we desire, when we pray, we believe we receive and we shall have it. We receive from you right now. We receive in the name of Jesus. We receive right now all the strength and ability, all the unction, all the power, all the necessary stuff that heaven has for us. Your healing mercies, your tender mercies. We receive the miracles. We receive the signs and wonders. We receive in the name of Jesus. We receive what you have right now. Today, right now, we receive in Jesus' name. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. Faithful God. Faithful God. Faithful God. Faithful God. Hallelujah. Oh, our Father. We bless you. Our Father. Mange le breste la fia la rasta. Oh, remingre samrashaniya brakassiya. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive from your mercy right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We receive in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I just want to share a couple of scriptures around, the, you know, our Father and His throne, just to, you know, refocus on Him. Amen. We just look in Isaiah, the sixth chapter, for a minute and observe there how, you know, in verse 1, he says that the year that King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Amen. And his train filled the temple. The year that King Uzziah died, he says, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. And above it stood the seraphim, Each one had six wings. These are some interesting type of angels that had six wings. With two they cover their eyes, with two they cover their feet, and with two they fly. Can you imagine some creatures with six wings, covering their eyes, flying with two and covering their feet? Amen. These are the special type of angels around the Father's throne. Amen. Now notice that they cover their eyes. It's very interesting. And then the Bible says in verse 3, One cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Amen. This is what they say there. And the Bible says they say that constantly. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled or full of His glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of Him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. So if you want to know how your father looks, you get an idea that that's who he is right there. That's the father that is better than any natural father. Amen. That's your father. That's the father who gave birth to you by the new birth. Amen. And he's awesome. Hallelujah. And the closer you get to him, the more you realize that there is a certain virtue and character about him, which is he's a holy God. Amen. These angels keep seeing constantly only this thing, I believe, you know, that He's holy, holy, holy. Amen. The whole earth is filled with His glory and they cry it out. So sometimes you need to go and look at your father because on the earth you may be not so excited about natural fathers. Amen. Your own father may have let you down. Your own father may not be measuring up, you know, but you have a real father. Amen. Who accounted for you. The Bible says your name is written in his book. And therefore he has planned for you before you even came here. He says before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Amen. And set you apart and sanctified you. So God had already planned for you before you came into your mother's womb. God already knew you before you came into this earth realm. Hallelujah. Imagine that kind of person. He is your father. He's the one who knows. He's the one who has already planned for you. Just like in Adam's case, he made the whole earth and then he brought Adam into it. Similarly, he has already planned for you before bringing you in here, amen? So notice, you don't have to struggle about it. You just go to him and receive that care and that uh, understanding of you intimately and preparing for you before time began. Eyes have not seen. Years have not heard, the Bible says, neither has entered the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love Him. God has already prepared things for you. Amen. It's for your glory. It's for your honor. It's for your lifting up. God has already prepared for you. Amen. So don't be scared. Don't be worried. Our God has already counted on you receiving everything. Hallelujah. And by revelation and understanding, you get a hold of it. And as you fellowship with Him who is holy, 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 hallelujah, you will begin to receive. Amen. Thank God that He's holy. That means He does not change. He doesn't lie. He's totally pure about His intentions. He's a father who never changes. He will always love you. He constantly loves you. Everything He does is because He loves you. Amen. Did you know that even when Noah's flood took place, it was because He loved man. There would have been no man on the earth by whom he would have brought Jesus into the earth realm. Because everybody was totally wicked, the Bible says. So he had in his goodness and his purpose for humanity, he had to wipe away, you know, a whole bunch because there was just eight people, Noah and his family, who were right. Amen. And from those families, he brought all of us. So you are actually Noah's children. Thank God you are... You know, Adam's children, but you actually know us children. The fact that you're so different, I don't understand, you know. We'll ask God one day. But the truth about it is that in your spirit, you have the Father who is a holy God, Amen. who is a righteous God. Amen. And these holy angels who are not common, you know, that you don't see everywhere else with their six wings, you know, uh, they just cry, holy, holy, holy. Imagine that. They are holy. They don't go anywhere else. They just hang around your father's throne and all they can say is holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Amen. You have to come to terms with it. It takes time. I came from a rather unholy background because I I didn't believe in God. I thought that we were just animals. I believed in science. Uh, I thought we lost our tails. You know, we came from that uh, primordial soup. Uh, where proteins were just, you know, swimming around and lightning came from somewhere and then the explosion took place and, you know, it just happened and we started just, you know, forming from there. You know, I was, I was scientific enough to believe that. And so I lived like, you know, hey, any other animal until I came to realize that <laughs> you're in soup, man, if you continue thinking like that. <laughs> so I, one day I called out to Jesus, After reading my Bible and um, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank God he touched me. Oh, praise God. And it was a real touch and uh, I wept and I went to my lecturer who was a believer and I told him, Sir, I think I'm born again. And he smiled and said, we've been praying for you. And instantly we... We're told about the Holy Spirit. He laid His hands on me and I received the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues the same day that I accepted Jesus. Amen. So I don't know what it is like without speaking in tongues. I don't understand how you can be a believer and not have this supernatural gift to pray in unknown tongues. Amen. This prayer tongues. Hallelujah. And it has helped me a lot. Amen. But I remember in the Bible study that was... Handled in his house, you know, students who were saved would gather there. And he, he talked about this holy, holy, holy God. And I was, wow, that's too much for me. It's like way out there, you know. Because I, I was not uh, fully enjoying my freedom in Christ. You know, I still had to deal with stuff. And um, eventually, today, years later, you know, about, what, 27 or so years later... I'm looking back and I'm saying, That's our Father. Holy, holy, holy. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Amen. And as you meditate on that and think about it and go before Him like that, you realize your life changes. Amen. And uh, you don't act like an animal anymore. You act like Him. Praise God. Hallelujah. And people notice that. And people realize that. It's not about, you know, uh, wearing just... Cloaks that cover you, made out of gunny bags, and you know, uh, wearing no slippers, and you know, just living in a in a thing on the hill somewhere, shop, some kind of ashram, and you know, just giving your life like that. That's not necessarily what it means, amen. But it means that you are separate to God's purposes. You've been set apart for His plan, amen, and that you're not going any other way. Hallelujah. But it's always good to have a second verse, uh, another witness. God always talks through two or three witnesses, you know. And that is the principle of the law court. They're using two or three witnesses. You have to have at least two witnesses. So, I like the one in Revelation also, in Revelation chapter 4. And I'm going there. are you reading this? Because where we are sitting right now is, is a holy place. What made it holy? The blood of Jesus what makes it a a holy place you those of you who are called by his name when you gather together in his name he's there amen so Jesus is here this place is holy and as you read it says that after this he he looked and he saw a door opened in heaven this is John the one of the closest disciples I believe to Jesus who had so much revelation The main revelation he had was the love of God, you know, and uh, amazing. And then he says, he saw an open door. And then he heard a voice like a trumpet talking to him. A voice that said, come up higher. Come up here and I will show you things which must be hereafter. And he says, immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne was set up. Notice that, in heaven. And one sat on the throne. Somebody sat on the throne Again, the throne, you know, set up. And he says, and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. It's all King James. These are other words for diamond and stones that are also shining, but also have a fleshly color. That's supposed to be like that. It looks like shining, but fleshly colored. You know, dazzling brilliance, but kind of fleshly in its color. That's how your father looks. Amen. Uh-huh. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, like an emerald. Around the throne were four and twenty seats, or twenty-four seats. This is going to happen later. So I don't think those thrones are there right now. Those seats are there right now. I think it's going to happen. Anyway, I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white. They had on their heads crowns of gold. Out of the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, voices. Seven lamps burning before the throne. The seven spirits of God or the seven-sided spirit of God. Hallelujah. Before the throne a sea of glass like unto crystal. In the midst of the throne, round about the throne, four beasts full of eyes before and behind. The first beast was like a lion, the second beast like a calf, the third beast had a face as a man, the fourth beast like a flying eagle, the four beasts had each of them six wings. They were full of eyes within. They rest not day and night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, Who lives forever and ever. The twenty-four elders fall down before the throne. Worship Him that lives forever and ever. Cast their crowns before the throne saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor. Notice that and power. You have created all things for thy pleasure. They are and were created. Hallelujah. So Isaiah had that and John had that. Amen. And Jesus quoted Isaiah on that. One time, he said, when he broke into the glory, Isaiah said, Amen. So it was in that statement there that he said, you have ears but you can't hear, eyes but you can't see. That was from Isaiah 6. So I believe that as you study these verses, you will see. You will have an understanding and a revelation of your Father. So why should you go here and there if you can look at your Father? From whom proceeds lightnings, thunders, sound of many waters. He's just shining forth in glory. He's the the one who runs the whole universe. Amen. Hallelujah. So I like to go spend time with him, just think about these verses and worship him, hang around these verses. And you know, I don't know about you, but I believe that God gave us an imagination so that you can imagine these things. Not just to read them, but to imagine them. You know, the Bible says that we should have an imagination that's not like the Gentiles. In Ephesians 4, I think it's in verse 17, he said, The Gentiles have their imagination darkened. We have a lightened imagination. Look at that. It's in Ephesians 4, 17, I believe. He says, Therefore, if you walk not as the Gentiles walk, then he goes on to say, having their imagination or their understanding darkened. Can you see that? So the Gentile has an imagination, but it is darkened. Having the understanding darkened. The understanding involves your thoughts. As a result of hearing God, you have some thoughts. As a result of studying, you get an understanding. So I read these scriptures and I get an understanding. Okay, this is how my father looks. These are the thoughts I receive. So he's sitting on the throne. He shines. Amen. And lightnings and thunders and many waters. The sound of many waters comes out. Amen. And his own special angels that never leave him. They just cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. That's all they do day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Forever. <laughs> Praise God. That's an interesting person. Do you know any chief minister like that? No, he said, no, stop that. Give me some other stuff. Hey Amen. What is this holy, holy, holy? Parishuddhar, Parishuddha, parishuddhare. I remember that somewhere they were singing parishuddar, parishuddar, And some people... Some unbelievers said, No, no, don't sing that, don't sing that. Why? Why shouldn't we sing that? They said, we know who you're singing about. We know who you're talking about. It's Jesus. He's the only one that you sing, Parishudar, Parishudar, Parishudar. They also know that if there's one person that is holy, 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 is this Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. They know it. Amen. Your father... Is pure. Your father dwells in unapproachable light. That's your dad. But you go inside there. Amen. You go inside there. How do you know that? Hebrews 4 says. You know I think it's in verse 16. He says. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy. And find grace to help in the time of need. Come boldly. Why do you come boldly? Because you need mercy. Why do you need mercy? Because you find out that you're not up to the mark. You're constantly having to grow. You're constantly having to be perfected. Amen. Notice that. So you come and say, Lord, I need your mercy and I need grace to help me in my time of need. Come boldly for it though. Praise God. Why do you come boldly? Because the previous verses talk about somebody who's your great high priest. So Jesus is there saying, because of me you can come. Amen. So when I go to my Father, I feel Jesus. But how do I go to Jesus? Because, um, you know, you need access to Jesus. The Bible says, I think it's in Ephesians 2, 18, it says that the Spirit gives you access. So the Holy Spirit today holds your hand, and if you're listening to Him, He'll take you to Jesus. And then Jesus will say, let's go to Daddy. Amen? Sometimes I don't just talk with Jesus. I like to go to daddy. I like to see my father. You know, my my father died when I was six years old. So, I like to see my father. Amen. Uh, I have certain idea how my own father looked. But I know that he may not be even in heaven. I don't know. I, I hope he is saved. I hope so. But he may not even be there, you know. But I have a father. I'm not an orphan. I have a father. The father who is the most powerful person in the universe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who has some special angels around him with six wings. That have eyes everywhere. That see everything back and front. And they have strange faces on them. You know. (laughs) And it's interesting. The first one looks like a lion. The second one looks like an ox. The third one has a man face. And the last one has a flying eagle face. So sometimes I go into my daddy's presence and I meet all these people and I, you know, these creatures. Hi, nice, awesome, but I have to go on, you know. (laughs) And I, I hold on to Jesus' hands. Holy Spirit brought me in. Amen. And then I go to the glassy sea like crystal. You know, I don't see 24 chairs because I think that's coming later. So it's just a, Private entry with Jesus and Holy Spirit, and then I look at my Father. Hallelujah. And I, and I just have to say, Father, I'm so happy you're my Father. And that all things are possible with you. That you created everything, but your biggest work was not creation, your biggest work was raising Jesus from the dead, raising me from the dead, Taking sinful man and putting him at the right hand of your own throne. That was the most powerful work you did. You showed your muscles maximally there. Hallelujah. And, and so I'm glad that I can come to you today and talk with you. I don't like to spend, you know, any time without talking to him. So sometimes I find myself just looking at him and staring at him and Praying for an understanding And an imagination To look at him some more And what do you think? You think God will give you some understanding And imagination? I think he will Say, oh this boy wants to see me This guy has been hanging around here Knock, knock, knock It shall be open. Knock, knock, seek And you shall find This boy wants to see me I see You You really want to see me You've been hanging around like this Why do you want to see me? Because you're my daddy Because I have a right to see you. You are my daddy. You are my father. I want to see you. I need you. I cannot just hang around. I am tired of everything else on the earth. I need to see you. Father, in the name of Jesus I have come. And I keep at it there. Until I see something about him. Until I hear something from him. The Bible says Jesus heard and saw and he did what he saw and he did what he heard so I should be able as a son who's been brought there to also see what he wants me to see and hear what he wants me to hear hallelujah so I must go up there and hear what Jesus heard from the father and how he did it I should also do it so should you every son has that privilege Amen. We have to go there. And we have to hang around there. Until we hear. Until we see. Now there are some things that he may not tell you. Because he's a God who loves faith. He wants you to do things just because. Whether you saw or you didn't see. You just have to say yes. God said it so I'm going to do it. Amen. Amen? You may have to act on what is written in the scripture. Rather than what you hear directly from the throne sometimes. We are here because we did not hear directly from the throne. We are acting by faith. God did not tell me, you have to move, you have to go and stay in one you know, cellar or whatever. You have to be in Syax. He didn't tell me that kind of stuff. But He knew that I was going to act on it. What What is the scripture for that? Do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. As the manner of some is, especially when you see the day approaching. The day approaching. There's a day coming where we have to leave. He said, don't forsake the gathering. So we're gathering. So I must find a way to gather. Whether it's under some palm tree, under a banyan tree, where there are a lot of banyans hanging, whatever, we will go there. <laughs> where, where's the cow shed? You know, whatever, we will gather. Because he said, don't forsake the assembly of the brethren. As the manner of summons, Especially when you see Jesus is coming soon. Amen. So I have to immediately get into operation for that. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know we are obeying God? Don't feel that you are in disobedience. You are in obedience. Why are you here today? Because you are obeying God. You said... I want to gather with the saints. Bible said we must gather. So we're gathering. And he says, when you gather like that, provoke one another to love and good works. We're provoked. You get some provocation from
1: here.
0: Why is he saying that? Why is he saying that? I don't like it when he says that. But you know, that provocation must be for love and good works. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you get provoked to do something good, to go and love somebody that is not likable. How many of you know that you can love your enemy? That means you don't like them, but you can love them. Love is bigger than like. Isn't that amazing? Amen? Where do you get that from? From Him. He is love. So through the Spirit, we have access. Holy Spirit, help me to go to Jesus and the Father. So I go and fall at Jesus' feet. I feel His wounds. I put my hand into His side. I touch it and I say, My Lord and my God. Not in doubt, but in faith. You know, Thomas said that in doubt. He said, Oh my Lord and my God. I didn't know. But I say, my Lord and my God, I can feel your heart. I can feel your heart. I can feel your punctured pericardium. I put my hand inside the thoracic cavity through your, you know, ribs and I stick my hand inside there and I touch your heart. Oh my Lord and my God! That's what I do with my thoughts. It's better to put your thoughts there instead of some other place. Say Amen somebody. So because He is a Holy God, He has taken my thoughts and He makes me think like this. I go on a journey, I touch him, I feel hands, and my Lord and my God, I can feel those bones, oh my Lord and my God. Instead of having the understanding darkened, like the Gentiles. So it's possible to be like the Gentile and be a believer, because your understanding is dark. That's why he wrote it in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, saying, don't be like the unbelievers having their understanding darkened but let your understanding or imagination be lit up by focusing on light activity god activity word activity amen of course like we heard the other day how many of you watch movies yes i do but we watch the right kind of movies we make sure that it's the right kind hallelujah you see, so we're not always in the throne room, although we are by the Spirit of God and in the Spirit, but your imagination is not always in the throne room. Sometimes it's looking at some bike, you know, the power of 1,200 cc with a V engine, you know. Sometimes your imagination is there. And when you hear that engine, you know, your imagination goes there and says... One of these days I'll be sitting on that 1,200 cc's of raw power and tearing down the Karnataka roads you know on my way somewhere, hallelujah maybe Dava Davanagere or whatever but then you have to come back again and put your thoughts before the father isn't it? You take a break because you're in the earth you know you're not always having your thoughts in that throne room but thank God you can go to the throne room and get some clear thoughts and say, this is my daddy. And you'll become peaceful there. you say, oh, this is home. This is the place that I belong to. Anytime I'm out of here, I'm like a fish out of water. Oh, this is the place for me. This is daddy's throne. Amen? Enlighten me, Lord. Illuminate my understanding. Let me see more. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There was a man called William J. Seymour. And they say that he had only one eye. But guess what? I think he saw more. (laughs) Some of us, some of us, some of us, we have two eyes, but we're not seeing much. (laughs) William J. Seymour, he saw, he saw a lot. Amen. He saw so much that... They would put a bag, I heard they would put a bag on him or a you know a carton on his head and you know he would just forget about everything and just be praying in tongues and praying in tongues and praying in tongues. And then when they take the carton off and then he comes out, people would have come from here and there just to hear what he has to say. William J. Seymour. He's known as the father of modern day Pentecost. Are you out there today? So, thank God for these eyes, but you better be seeing some other stuff. Are you out there today? Hallelujah! Don't have these eyes and sacrifice the other eyes. Amen? It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. Today, the media has a way of arresting your attention and taking your eyes. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's very powerful. It's walking with you. The whole world is in your palm. You can go anywhere, just like that. One click and you're there. Barcelona, Spain, check, you'll be there. Nice, France, you're there. You know? South of France, you can see the traffic by the edge of the cliff, and you're like you're there, right there. Why don't I just go to France, man, and chill up? Vous parlez-vous français? You know, and all that stuff. Yes. But man, have we been to the throne room? Where everything comes from. Your daddy is the most powerful person in the universe. And he's saying, where are my children? I say, daddy, I want to come more. I want to be there more. Hallelujah. The door was opened. The door is not shut. It's open. But you come out here. You have to take a trip in your understanding, you know. I used to take trips on Ganja before. And I would just disappear from the natural realm, just be somewhere. And I liked it so much, I would take some more. But after a few shots of it, nothing happens. You just feel bad, miserable and depressed. But with the throne room, the more you spend there, the more time you are in in that place, the more you enjoy. Hallelujah. The more you enjoy. In fact, suddenly you realize the whole night is over. It's morning. Wow. And you didn't sleep enough. Oh man. Where were you? In the throne room. Praise God. It's fun. I know about go, go, goa, but this is better than goa, I'm telling you. You can go, go, go to goa and come back and still fight. Hallelujah. And just be tired and, you know, messed up. Because when you got there, at the end of your three days, almost two... It's supposed to be three days and two nights or something. By the time it entered the third day, some guys from Kotak Mahendra landed up there. And everybody started attacking the same table, you know. And your food became reduced and the chairs were taken. And the pool is full of people. And suddenly it's like, go, go, go up. Can I leave Goa, please? That's the world, that's how things are It doesn't last Just when you thought you were enjoying In the southern part of France You know, chilling out there Suddenly, you know, it starts to rain And they say, oh we're sorry, the weather has changed You know, we're going to be experiencing some floods In the south of France So we've cancelled your booking Okay That's how it is Amen But you can go to your daddy (laughs) You can be anywhere and just go there. The door is open. Hallelujah. Amen. Be with your father. And the more you hang around your father, the more you're fulfilled and satisfied. You are not expecting too much from people. But if you're not satisfied, you're always trying to get more from people. Why didn't you say hello? I sent you four messages, you only sent one. You know, man, you didn't reply my WhatsApp. You know, praise the Lord. You know, we all have WhatsApp. Okay, he didn't reply. Well, he has some problem, you know, daddy. And then you're spending time with daddy. In fact, you're like, can I not look at the WhatsApp now? Can I just be with you some more? Hallelujah. Amen. Your imagination has been lightened. So that you don't you don't walk in the dark. You walk in the light as He is in the light. And the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin. Amen? It's hard. It's hard, but, you know, there is an option. So choose some time always to go to the Father. You know, go to Jesus, enjoy Him, touch Him, feel Him. You say, really? Touch Him, feel Him? Where do you get that from? Let me show you where I get it from. From Acts 17, from the 26th verse. He says, He has made of one blood all men to dwell on all the face of the earth. And has predetermined their times and seasons and boundaries. For what? Bounds of their habitation. For what? The next verse says, that they might seek Him. that they should seek the Lord, if happily they may feel after Him. That word feel after means to grope and touch him. The reason why you are on the earth is to go and touch him. Every person on the earth was given a time, a season, a boundary for one reason. To feel and touch him. That is the whole exercise on this earth. Go after him, touch him. Why are we here? To feel him, to touch him. What am I talking about? Feeling and touching him. If you don't get his feeling and his touch, you will look for people to feel and touch. Can I just touch you? Just one touch. And they say, no, you can't touch. Go and touch him all you want. Feel him. That's why you are here. If you are not satisfied with that touch and that feeling, you will look some other place for the feeling and the touch. Praise the Lord. It comes down to these truths all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. So if anybody asks you, why are you living on the planet? Why are you in this location, in these boundaries at this time? You say, just to feel and touch Him. This house is for feeling and touching. Everything about me is for feeling and touching Him. Hallelujah. Of course, if you don't touch your wife and feel your wife, she's not going to be happy. And likewise, why aren't you touching me? You didn't touch me. What's the problem here? Touch me. Are you out there? One touch. Touch. You've heard all those things, right? Yeah, it's all about that. Why are you here? To feel and touch Him. Praise the Lord. And then to touch the necessary people the right way. Say Amen. Hallelujah. But unless you have enjoyed his touch and felt him and groped after him, you don't have that fulfillment, that satisfaction. So you start looking for other touches. The touch of cocaine, the touch of vodka, the touch of, you know, whatever is out there. Maybe uh, in Thailand they give you the touch of a snake. They give you a the snake bite and you go, ah. Oh, And after some time, hours later, they robbed your wallet, took your passport, everything. Cleaned out. And you're a vagabond with torn clothes walking around in Thailand saying,
1: "Uh, Ah, (laughs) ah.
0: So, (laughs) you don't just go to places, man. You find out if you should go or not. Amen? And being an old boozer like me, who used to get bashed up for no reason. Imagine, you just get boozed up and somebody beats you. I mean, for no reason. You realize that even if the bar looks good and it's on the main highway, and you just pass far away from it like that. Because you know, if you come near that place, anything can happen. Because I've been there. Some of you have never been there. You have no idea. Don't go near those places. Proverbs say, turn away from such places. Just go far away. Are you up there? Somebody will just come and cause trouble for your life. It's just about being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Hallelujah. Amen. Why not go to the Father instead and just lounge around there? Even if you're lying on the floor and thinking about... Just zero in on Him. You will have such a blessed time. You also will start to say, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Who was and is and is to come. The whole earth is filled with His glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I would dare to say that the closer you are to your Father, the more you will be saying, Holy, Holy, Holy. Because you will realize that around this throne, that's the main anthem. That's the main theme. So the more you spend time around him, you also will be blown by that. Anytime you hear holy, you say, that's my daddy's place. You hear something holy, okay. I want to know. I want to hang around my daddy. That's daddy's place. But until you are on that level, you will not want to hear anything about, oh, it's those holy, holy stuff. Ah, I don't, ah, holy, don't talk. Talk about how shall I get some cash. Not holy, holy. Yes, you can get the cash, but you can get it holy. Holy cash. Have you heard of holy cow? There's holy cash also. Amen. (laughs) Cash that came the holy way. Amen. (laughs) These things are so funny sometimes, you know, you just got to jump. What is Pastor Michael? Well, he says he's a holy preacher. That's right. He talks a lot about holy, holy. That's alright. If I'm blamed for that, it's okay. It's alright. My daddy's holy, holy, holy. So if the son is talking holy, 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 that's wonderful. I don't know what else is there to talk. I mean, where else are you? Shouldn't you be in front of him saying, Holy, holy, holy. Touching his holiness. When I look into your holiness. When I gaze upon your loveliness. When all things that surround me become shadows in the light of you. I worship you. I worship you, the reason I live, is to worship you, and I worship you, and I worship
1: you, the reason I live,
0: is to worship you. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. The reason I used to live was just to get high. Start in the morning, grab some friend who has a little loose change, and then go to the bar and get a little high, and then find another friend who can take us to the next level, and then another friend. So my motto was we get high with a few friends. Get high with the help of a few friends, you know. But today I get high with some friends. We have a drink. <laughs> we get another touch. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, we sing certain songs and we all just... Imagine, we're just a bunch of, you know, strangers singing a song. In the bar you would have been singing some other song, isn't it? That's the height. Oh, they all sang in the bar. Wow. Have you seen those kind of bars? When they really get it, they start singing one song, and then everybody says, Wow, what a time we had. And they come out like that and say, Man, we had an awesome time. We must do this again. <laughs> but this is the other side. We had such a... That song that just came... Oh, I worship you. It just came like that. All of us sang. Let's have another drink. Amen. Let's let's see our Father some more. Hallelujah. And then suddenly, oh, time is over. And the money is still in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you can eat your lunch. Hallelujah. Instead of, they can give you all the booze, but you cannot eat. No, they will not buy you a good meal. No, we are not here for eating. If you want to drink, come. Amen. And I did that for many years. I thought that was it. Because you see, rich men, poor men, everybody is equal in that place. Have you noticed that? Everybody's there. The rich man drinks another kind of thing. The poor man drinks another one. But hey, at the end, they even hold hands and sing and all that. Especially for New Year. So you can see why I cannot go back there. I've been there. There are people among us who have never been there. So there are Christians who who try to act nasty and talk trash because they haven't been there. They think it's cool to talk rubbish and act up and act... because they were born saved, their family was saved from ages ago, they have no choice, they're saved. But they think it's boring, it's not cool, so they have to talk some trash and act some way. But we who have been there, we're like, we don't want to ever go back there. Can I talk some good words, please? Can I not use obscene language and filth, please? You see the difference? So sometimes I tell people, you don't understand grace because you were never where I was. The bad boys understand grace. The good boys don't know what it means. They just have some story, I think. But me, grace means, I'm never going back there again. By the grace of God, (laughs) I will never go back there again. But you have to have your alternative supply. Otherwise, in the hard times of life, you may go back there. So get your supply hooked up nicely. Instead of the feeding bottle, get the word, get the spirit. Amen? Do you know people say that people smoke because... It's the feeding bottle again. They did not have enough of mother's love, so they need a bottle. They did not have enough of mother's love, so they need a cigarette. Scientific guys think like that. Okay, you didn't have enough of mother's love. Then what? Go to father's love. He said, your mother may leave you, but I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Can a mother forsake her suckling child? Suckling child. Have you seen those children? They come back from school. They immediately jump. And they're not thirsty, but they just put there. And the mother's like, are you going to drink or disturb me? You guys don't know anything about that. Are you going to drink the milk or are you just wasting my time? No, I just like to feel it. I'm five years old, but I like to feel that thing in my heart. There are children who at five, they still drink mother's milk. What's the meaning of that? See? Well, I guess you just have to learn that Isaac was weaned. And when they weaned him, they did celebrations. It's like, finally I'm free. Otherwise this guy just hanging on me. Isaac has been hanging on me for too long. He's 40. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Are you understanding here? This guy speaks double references. What kind of guy is this? I'm just a poet. And you know it. I didn't plan any of this poetic stuff. I'm telling you, I just thought I would spend some time talking about our father's throne and enjoying him. Amen. But that's not an excuse. Okay, you didn't drink enough of your mother's milk. So they say, If you really drank your mother's milk, come and stand here. What's all that? I, I'm sorry, I didn't drink my mother's milk. You know, somehow she was a working mother. She gave me a bottle and that was it. But I know my father. Hallelujah. And so I will stand here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Otherwise, they kind of get into your psychology and they they get inside your head. Oh, you didn't drink your mother's milk. That is why you're like this. Boda. (laughs) Get to your father. Spend time with your daddy. Make up for all the uh, inconsequential stuff that you didn't get this, you didn't get that, you didn't get... Get the full load from him. Amen. Hallelujah. Get a nice load inside and then come out. It will be different. You need it in India more than many places. I need it in India more than many places. But most especially, you need it now because these are last days. The last days. In the last days. He says, know this, that in the last days. What is know this? Apparently in the Greek, it was saying three times. That is what he said. Know this, know this, know this. That was the emphasis of know this. Know this, know this, know this. In the last days, perilous times shall come. I'm sorry brother, I kind of overshot. Let's, let's go back. I'm really sorry. I was thinking the other day we should do some Kannada translation, you know, for the sake of all the flow and everything. We'll, we'll get a hold of it, but at least let's do, you know, maybe two verses. We'll start with this one.
2: Um, Revelation 4 uh, verse 8. Thank you. I am not One of the are
0: and then maybe Act 17, you know, 26 and
2: 27. After the day, the of the
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Amazing, isn't it? Paul preached that. That was his message. Praise God. In India, he'll have to adjust the message and say, but some of your blood is better than other blood. No, he'd say the same message. Everybody's blood is the same. And this is why you were made to worship him, to seek after him, to touch him and feel him. Amen? So we are all about feeling, seeking, touching him, being satisfied with him. Because these are last days. How much more we need it. Amen? And And so I, I want to just... Um, let's, let's back off from the last days and just read this. It'll help before we go into the last days. So I think it's a vital scripture. James chapter four. James chapter four. And uh, let's go there. I think it's the fifth verse. James four. Verse five, he says, Do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwells in us lusted to envy? Look at this in the middle of everything that James is talking. Let's hear that in the Amplified. I'll read it from the... If you have the Amplified out there, it's great. If you don't, I'll just read it. Or do you suppose that the Scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, The Spirit whom He has caused to dwell in us yearns over us and He yearns for the Spirit to be welcome with a jealous love. Now imagine this for a minute. Inside you is a spirit. Amen. That is a foreigner. That came from heaven. And he's inside there. And then there is a Holy Spirit also. Inside that foreign spirit. Inside you. And this foreign spirit. Can choose whatever it wants. But the Holy Spirit is holy. Amen. And he always wants that spirit. Come here, come here, come here. Two of them are living inside this body. Amen. Your spirit, the born again spirit, has choice. He can do anything. He can smoke, but he's born again. He can drink, he's born again. He can talk trash, he's born again. Amen. He doesn't look like he's born again, but he's truly born again. He's a child of God. But the spirit inside, the Holy Spirit, is calling constantly. Come to me. I love you. I want you. Like a husband and a wife. He yearns. He yearns over us. He yearns to be welcome with a jealous love. Why should anybody be jealous? Because they are legally married to you. If they are not married to you, they don't have to be jealous. Huh? You're not married. Why are you jealous that she's talking to somebody else? And he goes, kya, kya. Yo, illa. You didn't marry her. Then why are you so jealous? You are only legally allowed to be jealous if you are married to her. And then she's talking here and there. Then you can bristle up and say, No, I don't feel good about this. Of course, over jealousy is another thing because you are not satisfied from the father. So when they wear lipstick, it's like, why are you wearing lipstick? Who are you seeing now? Hmm, hmm, hmm. ah, he likes that lipstick, ah, I see. Why the special flower in the hair now? Huh? Does he own a florist shop? All that kind of trash. No need for all that. Come on. Hallelujah. You buy her the flower. You put the lipstick on her. Do it.
1: Hallelujah. If necessary,
0: just stand there and say, Just learn how to paint and all that. Praise God, I haven't tried that with my wife yet. She's pretty good at it. Someday I should try that. (laughs) And see what
1: happens.
0: I think I may be good. I'm supposed to be a very arty guy, by the way. How many of you know I'm supposed to be an arty guy? Yeah. I am a major painter and an artist. I don't think I've stopped for many years, but I'm sure if I get that palette and that brush, man, I can do some designs with Revlon or whoever it is.
1: Hey Amen. I don't
0: know the new names, but <clears throat> hallelujah, I think Revlon is like, ah, forget Revlon, who needs Revlon, man? I think it's more like a Clinique, Clinique. okay, Clinique. Praise the Lord. I don't have a problem with that. Amen. But what am I saying here? The spirit inside us yearns for our spirit to come, hug, and spend time with.
1: What does that mean?
0: Our father is saying, come here, son. I want you. I want you. I want to hang around with you. Hallelujah. Jealously. So any desire in you that says... I want this more. I want that more. I want the other more. He feels hurt. He pines. You know what pining means? I'm not talking. Not talking. What happened man? I'm in love. I'm in love with now. That's fine. Maybe. Well, he was a very happy guy. Now he's a Dukkham guy. What happened? Oh, she's now not talking to me. It's been two weeks since I got a letter. Before it was perfumed letters with roses and all that. Now I'm just heartbroken. I don't know what's happening. I've lost interest in everything. Man, I have not written exams now. I'm going to flop. They'll kick me out of college. Because of this premal that's going on in (laughs) P.U.C. Hallelujah! Nobody should know about it except your own chengadis or your buddies, you know. They know, hey, let me see the letter, man. Ah, ooh, yes. You see, there is an actual love story happening. He says, do you think he was saying it for nothing? So he's been saying it. Do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says the spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us yearns with a jealous love? You have to understand inside you there's a, a kind of love story battle going on. Amen? You have, you have to pay attention to that. The spirit of God is not excited. He's sad. He's feeling bad. But then it's very easy You just have to turn and say, I'm sorry Amen, He's that kind of person Wow Just to see your face today You said you're sorry Come here One big hug and Okay, let's go eat ice cream together now And then you go to the ice cream place And you talk to him while you're there At the next level Not too many people have done that I'll tell you a story Which is supposed to be true There was this guy who was pretty attractive. He didn't have a problem dating girls. You know, girls fancied him. Then one day somebody told him, you need to date Jesus. You need to date Jesus. He said, what? Date Jesus? What do you mean date Jesus? Yeah, like you date, date Jesus. He said, really? Okay. So he said, when I date, I go ask my father for the car. So he's a younger guy, minor maybe. His father gives him the car. So he went up to his father and said, Daddy, I'm going on a date. Can I borrow the car? And somebody said, I'll give you a cycle. No, no car for you. Can you go and ask your father for a car? Well, in India maybe different, right? Where are you going, ma'am? No, I'm going on a date. Date a pora in a
1: No.
0: But you know, in that society he was allowed to, so his daddy gave him the you know, and uh, so he opened the door for Jesus. Then he went in. How many of you opened the door? <laughs> like like two. <laughs> two people, that's all. You know you're supposed to open the door for the girl, for your wife. She goes in, put all the sari, everything, the train that <laughs> fills the temple, put it inside, close it <laughs> nicely. And then go inside and say Shall we? And go Where do you want to go? Jesus, where do you want to go? He said, where do you want to go it seems Wherever you want to go, I'll go Okay He said, let's go to the beach So they're going by the beach And say, look at the waves And he felt all the time that Jesus was saying Yeah, wonderful waves And Meanwhile people are looking at them and thinking This guy is just pointing and talking and pointing Because there's nobody sitting there He's talking about the weather and the beach and how lovely, wonderful day and Jesus and Jesus is like, you know, inside him feeling, he feels that Jesus said yes, it's good, it's cool.
1: Imagination.
0: He's nuts. Crazy. He's talking to himself. Hey, you can imagine so many things. There's no problem with that. Why is it that you imagine about Jesus, suddenly problems come? There is a real imagination. It is a Jesus imagination. It is sanctioned by Jesus. Amen. And Jesus will get involved in that imagination. He will quickly come and say, "Hurry! you're playing me. You're playing Jesus and you. I'm coming. So they began to go like that. They said, which restaurant do you want to go to? It seems Jesus said, wherever you want, I will go. Sounds like him, right? So they went. Because it's the first date, I think. Maybe by the third or fourth date, she will say, I prefer this place. But the first date. So he went to this place and he pulled the chair and made Jesus sit down and, you know, a table and all that. And the guy came and said, "Uh, so are you ready to order? Are you waiting for somebody? He said, no, the person is already here. (laughs) Okay. So he said, what will you order? He ordered something. Then he asked Jesus, what do you want? Jesus said, the same as you're eating. Okay. So he ordered. He said, After some time, the guy came and said, so, where is this person? I mean, you're still... No, the person is here, it seems. Okay. Then after some time, it seems, Jesus said, I'm full, you can finish the rest.
1: (laughs) So he ate some of Jesus'
0: food. He was going on like that. Guess what happened? After some years, he and Jesus became so tight that when he walks into churches, they have to put plastic sheets everywhere because... Cancers will just be falling. Tumors will be falling on the floor. Without him opening his mouth. You feel that? I feel that. That's Jesus saying, I like that. Hallelujah. He's real. He's a real person. And he's yearning for us. He's crying for us. Longing for us. Hallelujah. He wants us. He said, do you think that he's just saying to no purpose? No. James, who was the pastor of the church in Jerusalem, said, The spirit inside you is yearning for you with jealousy, envy, calling for you. Come, come, come. Let's spend time together. Shall we go out together? Shall we go together? So, once you're with Jesus as a single person, you really don't need a wife. Jesus actually has to tell you, okay, bring that girl, but I'm number one, okay, don't forget. I'm number one. She's number one, she'll be a happy person. She won't be jealous. She'll be thinking, more Jesus, please, have some more. Have some more dates with Jesus. Anytime you have a nice time with Jesus, I am enjoying your life. That's what your wife will say. But anytime you don't enjoy Jesus, you bash me up. And by the way, Malachi 2.15 says, if you bash your wife, you should be divorcing. Wife bashing is not allowed. That just came for free. (laughs) Hallelujah. So there is a relationship that's... Crying out, come to me, I want you, I yearn for you, I love you, I gave my life for you. Why did I give my life? So I can have you. I want you. This is why I gave my life. Come to me. Amen. So really, um, it comes down to some things. In these last days, 2 Timothy 3 says, you should be careful now, in the last days, there will be perilous times. Perilous times. The word for perilous is very fierce. So fierce, the word used there is chalepos. How many of you remember chalepos? And I said it's not, you know, Mexican food, chalupa. <laughs> Even though chalupas tastes good, I like chalupas, you know. I think the original chalupa must be really yummy. Maybe the, the you know, fast food Chalupa is not that great, right? He has been there, I haven't been to Mexico and all that stuff. It's nice to go to these places, man, and eat the real deal, you know, like you tell the guy, come and eat mean curry kerala, you know, (laughs) amen, like that, you know, come and uh, have rasam in Tamil Nadu, how many of you know that Tamil Nadu rasam is the best rasam? I call it Nalla rasam. How many of you agree with that? (laughs) It's alright. That's what I think anyway. Rasam is yummy. By the way, the British call it mulligatawny soup. Yeah, mulligatawny soup. If you check in your highfaluting little uh, menus and you look for soups and you see mulligatawny, that is mulligatawny actually.
1: That's the truth. That's the
0: truth. Go check it out. They, they'll bring rasam and, uh-huh, mologatoni in the morning into rasam. No wonder. But if he's a Tamilian well, waiter, he'll say, there you go, bros. There, there's your rasam. <laughs> but I thought it was mologatoni. He said, eat it. Rasam, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Advertisement, newsflash, you are in the perilous times. So don't be shocked. Somebody was shocked the other day and they said, Wow, I watched the traffic. Guess what? They don't even look before they come. Uh, Like, okay, welcome to the last days. So the Chalupos supposed to mean fierce. It's the same word for when the demonic guys at the Gadara area would not allow anybody to pass there. It's the same word. Nobody would pass there because those guys, they used to eat flesh from the tombs and break chains. Nobody was passing by there. But Jesus went there and cast the thing out, right? Two thousand or so pigs were choked in the sea by the level of demonization. But guess what? Nobody was passing by that side. You know there's some madmen that you just don't, you just leave them alone, right? You see the guy coming and you go, there's some madmen that you can pass by them, it's alright. But there are some madmen that you better leave them alone. <laughs> These are the times, as though everybody's crazy, raving, mad. That's the meaning of last days. Perilous times. Like nutcases everywhere. Don't be surprised when they start acting like rah. You are born for this time, you say, really? Me? But I thought I was just, you know, one of those beauties, you know. Man, this is not the life for me. I thought I was supposed to be in London or something. Even in London, they will be
1: raw.
0: There some people there in London that are Torah right now. They say London belongs to them. You know who I'm talking about, the raw family? So you are born for this time. Don't go up to Jesus and say, Can I go back to Abraham's time, please? I have one request. Take me back to Pharaoh. He'll say, Sorry, that number is already up. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. And I planned that you will be here in this time. And you are supposed to live in this time. And succeed in this time. And triumph in this time. So even if it's crazy, mad, fierce... Weird out there. Somebody said, I don't know which bathroom to go to because now there's no male or female. What a time to live. They should have a few knives in the corner once you go inside. In case it's the wrong bathroom, take the knife. But you know, <laughs> these are perilous times in which we live. Say, Perilous times. Say,
1: Perilous
0: time. What will be the Kannada for that? I need to hear it. Yes, brother. Kadina waanakala. Hard times, isn't it? Hmm. This is a good idea. You see, it warms the water. So you are not wasting energy. When your throat is parched, drink warm water. Then, As we were saying... Perilous times shall come for men, it says, shall be. Like this, like this, like this, like this, like this. Oh, you started Wednesday also on Sunday? No, I did not. Don't fall into your seats now. Those of you who are familiar with Wednesday. In fact, if you're really enjoying Wednesday, you should say, Hey, Wednesday is also on Sunday. But I'm waiting for those expressions, you know, that just... (laughs) I'm still waiting for those lights that come. When, hey, it's all Wednesday. But it's alright. We're coming at a different angle. It's a jealous love angle. Jealous love angle that says, I want you. I want all of you. I want all of you. How many of you are familiar with... Somebody called Julio Iglesias. Meva, yeah. meva, meva, me va, meva, me va, me, va, me, va, me va la vida. And yeah, he's one of those guys who sings, I want all of you. I want all of you. You know, the Spanish guys are supposed to be very romantic people. He's one of those guys. Cantar, you know those kind of guitars they play <laughs> every time, everywhere all I think is about you meva 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 what kind of pastor is this? Is a last day pastor <laughs> I'm not crossing here because of this light. Otherwise I would have stood here, you know, to sing these songs to my wife. Hey, yeah, I can stand here. To- <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Perilous times shall come, for men shall be. This, 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 this is what you will see. It didn't talk about earthquakes. Notice this is new covenant written to the church. Written to Timothy, who is supposed to be the next pastor of the church in Ephesus. He said, don't look for earthquakes and all. That's for sure. But this is what will tell you that you are really in the love. Men shall be like this. Then he begins to list all kinds of stuff. Lovers of their own selves. Me. 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 First. The great I am generation. I. I'm the man.
1: Who's the man?
0: You're the man. You're the the man. I'm the man. You're the man. That's all. So don't be shocked if you see a lot of,
2: I'm the man.
0: You're the man. I'm the man. you the man, man. I'm the man. Yeah, I'm the man. You, me, yeah, we the man. (laughs) Conventious boasters. That boasters means that they just have to make a big deal. And exaggerate. Constantly. Proud, blasphemous, disobedient. All that is cool. There's one line that hits the church and that's this. It says, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. That one hits the church like because they love God. But it's now a matter of relativity. Who do you love more? We all love pleasure. Say amen. Come on, man. Give me five. Oh, you sort of Fuji, funky. Come and dance with me. Of course. Why? He said, he gave all things richly for you to enjoy. 1 Timothy 6, 17. Richly, all things to enjoy, en- enjoy Marty. Enjoy. That's why you are in this body, to enjoy. Richly, all things to enjoy. But now comes the deal on the weighing scales. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. That is where the church gets shot right in the chitlins and the kidneys. Boom. Because we love God, no? We are God lovers, all of us. Come on, man. I am a believer. I am not an unbeliever now. Come on, talk to me. We love God. I love God. We are God-fearing people only. But who do you love more? Is the question. That is where we get shot. But if you remember somebody crying out saying, Come to me. Come to me. Feel me. Touch me. When did you touch me last? Nice question. When did you really look in my eyes? Last? Things like that. When did you look upon my face? You know, Jesus paid the price so that you and the Father can be face to face.: Amen Face to face. It takes time to get face to face with God. Do you know that? It takes time. Face to face. So you have to constantly weigh and see which one is drawing you this way or that way. Not because of legalism, but because of a love affair. Hallelujah. Because you have sensed the crying of the Spirit inside saying, Man, I need you. I need you. Your song the other day was so nice, I wish I could have heard some more. Have you noticed that? Sometimes, the other day we were in the mall. Suddenly I became Julio Iglesias. I, but I was not singing worldly songs. <laughs> I was with my wife. And they were playing. Somebody, I think is a believer that plays in one of those malls. Superman. It was just playing in the background. And he was just doing something to me. So I began to sing with my mouth closed like this. Jesus. Oh, I love you! And people will be passing on escalators next to me, and they will not. They just be looking. Where's that coming from? <laughs> Jesus! Oh, hallelujah! Plankety plunk, plunk. What's going on in the background? You know, la la la. And my wife picked up, and we sang to each other. Jesus! And people were hearing some things, but they couldn't see the mouth because. They're so practiced at saying, Jesus,
1: hallelujah! hallelujah.
0: <laughs> for, for the perilous times, you need some kind of serious wisdom, don't you? Yeah. Amen. You know, just I think because the guy was a believer, when he played that keyboard, that piano, grand piano, I think, something happened to the atmosphere around there. And songs just started coming. I sang for, I think, 20 minutes. I was just singing something or another. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Without this, you will only be excited when the devil comes out. Jesus said, don't be excited because devils are coming out. Be excited rather because your name is written in heaven. Amen. So it is possible to have an excitement based only when devils... ah Have you heard that? <laughs> I've
1: been around on this planet for some
0: time. I've been here for some time. I've been doing this work for some time. These are preachers talking with each other, and I was listening. and I was like, oh, "I see. That's the that's the deal." Otherwise, if you meet the guy, he's like this. Stotram. Mm, hallelujah. Ah, in the way, Michael. Ah, Michael. Ah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Stotram. Ah. Then he's not excited. He just looks like this constantly. But then the excitement came when he he talked to another preacher and they said and they will
1: go
0: on and they're so happy and excited and I'm thinking I think I'm in a different planet of ministry altogether have you heard these things? come on is that your excitement hallelujah yeah it's different I have to close I somehow feel like I have said everything that has to be said from now till Jesus comes. <laughs> I think the topic is so overwhelming and all-consuming that once you finish saying it, it's like, this is all you need, man. You know, if you can see that heart cry of the Spirit of God for you, yearning for you in these tough times, you will immediately be balancing your love for Him or whatever else. Amen. Amen? You will tell yourself, you will say, well, I watched so many hours of TV last week, I think I want to give those hours to Jesus. You will say it yourself. Nobody has to say, in this church, we make sure you give 14 hours to Jesus. No, nothing like that. You sense the cry, and then you just realize, man, I watched too much TV last week. This week, I want to just worship Him and love Him. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Last time I spent so much money on junk. This time I want to give an offering. Amen. Things like that. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes my wife will say, Why don't you take the car for a wash? And I'll say, I can do it for free. And it becomes an offering. I can give it to Jesus. Say Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's just too dirty. It's better to just spray it down. But other times, I just look at 350 or 400 rupee offering from that. I wash, sweat, Do it myself and put it in the offering bag. Say Amen. Amen. And Jesus must be saying, Not bad man, hey. You know, don't you think he'll say that? It's the imagination. I imagine he would say that. Praise God. Back to the imagination. You need to think about the imagination. If it's not lovely, if it's not praiseworthy, if it's not a good report, don't imagine it. Amen? Don't, just don't. It's not worthy of your space. It may be true, but it's not a good report. Forget it. It will keep coming back. Particularly in these days, they will keep coming to you again and again and again. But you have to say, I don't care. I have to put that down. Amen? I have to. If it's not true, honorable. Some things are true, but they are not honorable. See, it may be true. For instance, it is true. Pastor Michael does not have a degree, yes it's true, but is it honourable, no, so don't think about it, just go there anyway, even though he doesn't have a degree, I should go there, but you have to be, have a BTH or a BTech or something, for what, to beat eggs or, kya <laughs> for what man, khaom I mean, like, why? The only reason is you need to be able to read your Bible and love Jesus. Amen. Amen. And whatever they don't teach you in Bible school, we'll teach you. What they teach you in Bible school, we cannot teach you. Because we didn't go to Bible school. We went to a Bible school that doesn't teach regular Bible school stuff. Are you out there? And we spent many years doing it. Many years. I mean, anybody who reads the same book for 25 years needs to have read something. I've been reading the same book for about a quarter of a century. I mean, sometimes the same verses. Don't you think I got something out of it? I believe I did. I mean, how do you know? See it in the life. By the fruit you shall know them. Not by the gift, by the fruit. The gifts are wonderful. Thank God for that. But that's not how you know them. It's by the fruit. Amen? Amen? It's by the fruit. So make sure the fruit comes because of the love of God. You're enjoying Him. You're enjoying Him. If you're really listening, Jesus will tell you. And if you listen properly, He'll say, I don't like the way you've been driving recently. You're just thinking about yourself. Don't you know you're supposed to allow the other people to go? One day he asked me this question, years ago, What do you do at the junctions of life? That was years ago he asked me, because he had dealt with me about junctions. What do you do at the junctions of life? I said, "Um, Junctions of life? I really don't know. Then he said, What do you do at the junctions in traffic? See, I learned traffic and stuff from old school, not new school. Not Maruti driving school, money driving school, blah, 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 and all that. I learned it from mama driving school, my mother. And this is what she said. When you get to the traffic junction, you stop. Then you look here and there and allow the guys on the left to pass. So he reminded me, what do you do at the junction? You stop and allow others to go first. Then when everything is clear, you go. Anytime you face a junction in life, do that. Stop. Look around. Is everybody going? Are they moving? Help them to move on. And then you move. I'm in a junction. What am I planning to do? Help you to move on. And then move. Not move from here. Move with you. Amen? Amen? I want you to move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Hallelujah. If I can help you to move on, it's good. But to be stuck at the junction is not cool. That's a traffic jam. That's wasted fuel. That's sweaty. Amen. So if you reduce yourself from the equation, it will start to work. It's not about me. It's about you all. Go ahead. Go on. Enjoy. Let's move forward. Are your bills getting paid? Are you receiving? Do you know how to flow? Are you hearing from heaven? If I can help you to do that, I don't have to worry about myself. And so, it's time to stop. Amen? Now, I'm going to pray with you all, but I want to read a scripture before we pray. Let's go to Luke chapter 7. Did you get something today? It's slightly sobering message, but it's a reality. Amen. It's the reality. That's why sometimes you know you wonder, do you really need to get married? You go bring one Joker, he doesn't know any of these things. What will he say? Me, me, me. Then you have to send him to church, get him under the tuition, foundational doctrine, blah blah blah. Listen to the funny pastor that they have and finally he said, I like your church, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, three years have passed in marriage. Finally, after three years, I like your church, you know. <laughs> Should you marry such a guy in the first place? You have to figure that out. You have to figure that out. For yourself. Amen? Sometimes, marriage is not so all that is cracked out to be your most effective times of ministry are before you have children and after the children have grown and gone away so why should you have maybe you shouldn't have children there are some people who agree with that the children are just but you see children are another opportunity to give not me not me you next generation go go forward come on guys come on guys let's go If you're not willing to promote the next generation, don't have the next generation. Amen. Want to be starting something, got to be starting something. If you don't want to be starting something, don't start something. Don't have the kids. Amen. But if you want to bless the next group, send them to church, train them up, live in front of them, have them. Amen? But they can be, you know, uh, a challenge. How many of you think that they can be a challenge? Yeah. They only had one and they're saying they had a challenge. What about three in the back there? Pretty challenging. (laughs) He's lifting up hands and feet and everything. How about any challenge? Yeah, some challenge. Bro, sister, yeah, challenge, yeah. See? Amen. (laughs) It's going to be tough. In the last days. Aha. When you mix last days also into the mix. It can be pretty judging. Eh, Amen. Because they want iPad from the day they are two years old.
1: I want iPad.
0: I want iPad. Xbox is a lot
2: of people. They want to go to the next one. They want to go to in that box
1: areC.Laughter I'm
0: telling you, man, it's crazy out there. My children didn't ask for any box. I'm so glad. They were just different. They didn't ask for this box and the other box. But there are folks that, unless you give me the box, I'm telling you, you're going to have a tough time. (laughs) My children didn't ask for all that. Okay, daddy, no problem. Yes, daddy, no daddy. Praise God. Ooh, glory. Yes. Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 7. Are you okay? See, I enjoyed the fact that the little guys came and they just went straight into the service. See, I thought when they came, everything's going to stop. But they heard the voices that were coming from him about the next generation. (laughs) And they said, uh-oh, we better ease up now. (laughs) Luke chapter 7. My wife said, the time that my husband is happiest is when he's preaching. I think it's true. But don't be excited just because you're preaching. Be excited because your name is written in the
1: book. (laughs)
0: After Jesus had finished all that he had said, verse 2, A centurion had a bond servant who was held in honor, highly valued by him who was sick at the point of death. This is a servant of a centurion. Not the centurion himself, not his wife, not his child, but his servant. Now for a Roman centurion to respect a servant, (laughs) that's a different deal. Amen? That means he was a different kind of guy. And so in verse 4, the Bible says that Jesus was told that this man is worthy of help. Praise God. They recommended him very highly to Jesus. He's worthy. And other versions also talk about he has built us a synagogue and all that. So he's a special kind of Roman. But Jesus was saying, I'm coming. I'm coming to heal. Notice that. So maybe a recommendation or two. What? What recommendation? You're a believer. Hey, I'll come. That person is a believer. Their family are believers. Jesus says, I'm coming. Praise God. Notice, by verse 6, the man said, You said I'm worthy. He says, I'm not worthy. Verse 6, he says, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. Just speak the word, and the servant will be healed, it seems. Jesus was like, Wow. I have not found such great faith, no, not in Israel. Jesus was amazed for a Roman to say that. You see, the Roman understood something. He says, if Jesus says a thing, that's it. If he says one word, that's it. It has to happen. You know, this is the reality. If somebody loves you, have you noticed that you are waiting for their letter or their call or something? Because their words are so powerful, they love you. Isn't it? Thus, all of us who have been married, we go someplace without the family, we wait for their call. They wait for our call. Isn't it? The loved person, the call, the voice. So if God loves us so much, and he says, Era, don't worry, I healed them. Finish. Healed. Amen. For the servant in that household, I will do it. How about in the household that you are saved completely? Will he do it? Absolutely. In fact, he did it 2,000 years ago. Amen. By his stripes, we were healed. When we pray today, I want you to flip that switch and say, I refuse the symptom, I refuse the lies, I'm healed. I refuse the problem, victory. I accept the victory. I accept the finances. I, Jesus has already come. Remember the rupee notes? Just grab it. When we gather like this, it's grab time. Just be greedy, grab the thing. Whatever we pray, whatever we say, grab the thing. Amen? So we're going to pray a quick, nice prayer about a few situations. And we're going to just grab it. Hallelujah? Hallelujah. Let's worship. Father, we bless you right now. Thank you, thank you that you love us so much. That you gave your only son. You paid the price for every sickness, every curse, every disease, every demonic thing. You already settled it 2,000 years ago on that cross in the name of Jesus. And by the stripes that wounded you, we were healed in the name of Jesus. You became poor for us, that we through your poverty might be rich. In the name of Jesus, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Every curse, every sickness, every poverty, every misery, every lack, every demonic thing, you have already paid the price for it. In the name of Jesus. Now, we curse the symptom in the name of Jesus for them and their household. In the name of Jesus. We break the power of the curse. In the name of Jesus. We decree right now. Healing mercy belongs to us. Belongs to the church. Because you paid for it. In the name
1: of Jesus. Be healed. Be free. Be blessed. Be released. In the name of Jesus.
0: Increase now. Healing now.
1: Miracles.
0: Jesus paid for, in Jesus' name. Be healed. Bodies, behold. Symptoms disappear, in the name of Jesus. Renewal, restoration, youth, strength, restored, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Addiction, your power, broken in Jesus' name. Ancient demons that have been sitting on families, your power, broken in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are, you from the pit of hell, your spirit and power is broken in Jesus' name. You will not rule the people of God. You will not control their families anymore in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We are the redeemed of the Lord, and we say so, whom the Lord has redeemed from the hand of every enemy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The redeemed of the Lord, we say so in the name of Jesus. The redeemed of the Lord, we say so in the name of Jesus. The redeemed of the Lord, we say so in the name of Jesus. The redeemed of the Lord. We say so in the name of Jesus. In the name that's above every name. In Jesus name we declare, we decree, we are redeemed. We are free. In Jesus mighty name. Free. Free to enjoy what God has planned. In Jesus mighty name. Free to receive all his benefits. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you Jesus. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed from every lying demonic name. Jesus name to enjoy the mercies for a family. For the blessing to abundantly flow in the name of Jesus. Free, 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 free. That's our birthright today. In the name of Jesus. Free, free indeed. Free, free to serve. Free to go ahead. Free to enjoy what Christ paid for. In the mighty name of Jesus. Free, free, free indeed. Free in Jesus' mighty name. Free, free today. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can hinder us. In the name of Jesus. Miracles in Jesus' name. Miracles from your throne, my Father God. In the name of Jesus. I call it done in Jesus' name. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Free, free, free. Free indeed. Nothing less than God's best. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Nothing less. Nothing less. Nothing less. Nothing less. In the name of Jesus. Nothing less. I thank you that nothing less is our portion. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you Lord. Our names are written in heaven. We are accounted for. We are provided for. You know this. You know each one. You know the family. You know the situation. You have paid for it all. Amen. We receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if this will help you, but I had a dream of you all. And it was a ministry dream. I saw a lot of... Sure, I saw a lot of people, uh, young people, that you were ministering to, and they were excited, they were singing, they were dancing, they were full of joy. Yeah. I saw that in the wee hours of the day. I believe that's, that's the Lord. I really believe that. I had, and I, you know, I knew it was you. Hallelujah. Some wonderful, and they looked well off, by the way. They looked well dressed, well kept. That kind of ministry. Just awesome. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Amen. Amen. Now, when we take communion, I believe it's a way of settling it where it enters you. It becomes part of you. You know that food? It goes inside and becomes one with your body. Jesus said, drink all of it. What does that mean? Take the whole thing. Amen. So use communion as a point of taking the whole thing, making it personal, becoming one with you. Amen? Hallelujah. Notice, when they took that meal, they came out of bondage. Two, they got property, they got wealth, they came out healed. They got land. All those things are listed there as a result of your communion. That was Old Testament. How about the new, based on better promises? Superior covenant. So I would say without a shadow of doubt, land, property, wealth, health, guaranteed. Christ has paid for it. Amen? Brother Georgie had this wonderful testimony the other day he shared with me. I did not know. They were going through a court case. I had no clue. He didn't tell me. He was just believing God. They were planning to come and grab them, I think, that day or something a note, huh? appear in court. Yes. It was that bad. Guess what happened? They were taking communion every day. Suddenly, the next day is supposed to be court and grab and all that. Previous day, somebody came, paid the whole thing. couple of laps. Finished. That was the end. They didn't go to court. Nothing. Praise God. Take communion. Take communion in church Take it at home Take it every day Take it Settle the thing with God And see the testimony That will come out I am telling you We had a problem We took communion Remember that story Of my loan Or whatever it was The last time I ever did such a thing Man We finished it Two months before the deadline Somebody came and settled the matter We didn't tell a soul Only brother Anandraj had an idea Communion Don't minimize the power of communion. Jesus said, take it, eat, remember, put me in remembrance, remember, remember, keep bringing it back. Amen? And see what will happen. Praise God. Testimonies are coming. Amen? Just a little chapati, a little juice, whatever you can make. A little bread or some juice. Read the scripture there. Which one? 105th Psalm. Read from verse 37 down. Just remember these things and speak it. Amen. Hallelujah. And see the testimony that will come. I'm telling you, you have not yet plumbed into the depth of this precious love of Jesus. When He gave, He settled it. Amen. We're going to take communion now. Let us settle these things. Whatever it is today, you can use the whole of us as reference and say, I'm in agreement with the church I'm in agreement with people of faith. I'm expecting. Amen? Thank you, brother. Oh, Jesus. 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 There's just something about your name. Master. Savior. Jesus. Like the fragrance after the rain. Kings and kingdoms, they all passed away. But there's something about your name. Yes, there's something about your name. Oh Jesus, 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 bless something about your name. Oh Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain, kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about your name. Father God, in these changing times, these temporary times, your name endures forever. No matter what it looks like, your word endures forever. No matter what it sounds like, your word endures forever. You and your word are one. You are the word that became flesh. Today we have dared to believe you. You Accepted your great love for us. You cannot lie. You never change. As we take this meal today, we take it as your own people, called by name. We remind you, That you have paid for every curse. You have set every captive free. Liberty belongs to us. Healing belongs to us. Restoration. Renewal belongs to us. There was none feeble among their tribes. Not one. They came out with gold. They came out with wealth. They came out with riches. They inherited the land of the nations. The labor of the nations. The work of others, what people have been slogging for, you will give to your people. Wherever it is, in the nations of the world, we receive the benefit today, in the name of Jesus. For us and our families, today, let the miracles happen, let the restoration take place, let the tumors disappear, let the pains disappear. Let the heart ventricles, let those cardiovascular systems be free from blockages in the name of Jesus. Let the flow happen in the name of Jesus. Let the doctors find out that it was fixed. How did it happen, they will say. In the name of Jesus. We take authority today and we declare Jesus paid it all. So we receive abundance, overflow, Excess properties, vehicles, in Jesus' name, Amen. Shall we eat and drink, in the name of Jesus? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive. Praise the Lord, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bob. Sorry, Brother Manoj, we did not do much translation today. Praise the Lord. But we are having churches on Sunday evening also, where you will hear it in the local language, and you can enjoy the benefit there also. Amen? I think eventually we may have a translation, and not just a reading of Scripture. Praise God. Let's see. Hallelujah. I like to see everybody receiving, enjoying, Amen. Sometimes my jokes are strange, it's hard to translate them, but praise God. Every church has its own flavor, Amen. Ours is a bit of Mati flavor, I think, (laughs) Praise God. But um, I'm going to read a scripture as we get ready to receive the offering, Hallelujah. I'm going over to the book of uh, Leviticus. And if you are in Leviticus, Leviticus is a very holy book, because it's written about the priests, Leviticus. They were the Levites, you know. So, if you go there, I think uh, somewhere around Leviticus 27, let's make sure. Praise the Lord Jesus. get it for you. Yeah, Leviticus 27, verse 30, and all the tithe of the land, whereof the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree is the Lord's, it is holy unto the Lord. Amen. Somebody asks you, why should you tithe? Because it's holy unto the Lord. We're talking about a holy God. Amen. So, actually, the tithe is His. Isn't that interesting? He doesn't take everything. He takes the tithe. And then if you read Malachi 3, he says, bring the tithe and the offering. So um, that's important to see. Malachi 3 says, bring ye all the tithes and the offering. Verse 8 says, will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me. Wherein have we robbed thee? Tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. So, notice there, verse 10, Bring the tithes into my storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. That's 10. Meat in my house. What is the meat in the house? Well, meat can also be natural meat, food or whatever. But originally, you can say that meat is God's word, God's bread, God's manna. When you tithe, you can expect God to feed you proper manna. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. God will say, Hey, I must give them food. I must give them bread that comes from heaven. Amen. So if you are in a society that is tithing with the revelation, you will always get the right words. There will be the right meat for you in your season. Amen. Uh This is how God works things out. He says the curse is broken. The devourer is rebuked. He cannot take from you. Sometimes... What happens is, um, maybe we'll hear that in Canada, um, three, three eight of Malachi.
2: Devi da katu kolo pote, niu nami da katu koto tidi, niini da yeu katu koto devi yeu peldi or. Desha mamsa, na na go se begada padatha ugarane. <laughs>
0: Amen. So if you notice there he says in 3, I believe in 10, he says he will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. Let's hear that also. Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes people may say, I, I gave the tithe and still something got stolen, you know, this and that. The devil would like to get involved just because of the word. The Bible says, for the word's sake, amen, the enemy came and for the word's sake, persecution arose. For the word's sake. See, who, who is his biggest problem? The word people. They'll say the word said this, the word said... And the devil knows the power of the word. Jesus used the word against him in the temptations. And he had to leave, right? Sometimes, just because you are believing the word, there will be a problem. That doesn't mean you should quit on the word. Just up it some more and claim it. Amen? Amen? Uh Aha. Sometimes it happens like that. And you must settle it. Don't be fooled. It's because of what you are believing that he doesn't like it, he tries to say, see, you type, then what happened? Amen. You must laugh at him nicely and say, I will still type. Praise God, until you get a, you know, a bunny chin, Mr. Devil. Amen. You know what a bunny chin is? Some people have a chin like that, split. They call it bunny. Until the Devil gets a hair lip, you will do it. Amen. Just put God into the picture. Forget about what the devil is saying. There it is. For the word's sake. Arise it for the word's sake. Why does the trouble come? For the word's sake. He wants to tell you that you are wasting your time with the word. So you say, I tithe, I gave. But look what happened. That's the time to say, Aha, because of the word you have come, huh? I will do more. Amen. Deal with these things. And in closing One more scripture Which I think is amazing Maybe I would have preached On it today But I think it came So that we could At least read it Let's read it And Leave after that Thank you Jesus Yes From the book of Judges Judges chapter 13 And you will see An interesting story there It's about Manoah Samson's parents Father and all that And uh Notice there, verse 18, The angel of the Lord said to him, Why are you asking after my name? Seeing it is a secret. King James says it is a secret. But if you study that word secret, it also means wonderful. Okay? That's Judges 3.18. Uh, 3.18. Isn't it? No. What did I say? 13. 13.18. Judges 13.18. Manoah said unto the angel The angel of the Lord said Why are you asking my name? Seeing is a secret King James says If you read other versions He says wonder My name is a wonder Others say wonderful If you want to know Keep reading down And the angel of the Lord said Why you ask? So Manoah took a kid With a meat offering Offered it upon a rock Unto the Lord And the angel did wondrously And Manoah and his wife looked on See that? Wondrously. And Mano and his wife looked on. So this guy, this angel, is called Wonderful. And he does wondrously. I believe that's the original meaning. After they had done the offering. Amen. Look at the next verse. What was so wonderful? Verse 20. It came to pass when the flame went up toward heaven... From off the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manoah and his wife looked on it and fell their faces to the Lord. And the angel did not appear to them anymore. Are you seeing that? So I think there's an interesting thing here. I believe Jesus appeared at various times in the Old Testament, but not as Jesus himself. As the angel of the Lord. Or, messenger of the Lord. Angel also means messenger. Or, it could have been an angel, which was just known as angel of the Lord. A special angel. Either way you look at it, this angel was called Wonderful. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Amen. You know who that is, right? Fine. Even if it's not Jesus, let's just say it's a special angel called Wonderful. And he does wonderful things. What was the wonderful thing? When the offering was given... He entered into the flame and went up. I think when you give offerings and tithes and stuff, angels that are going to be working for you, doing wonderful things, they get involved in that and they come into that whole thing. I believe that. It's a very holy thing. We just see it as putting money somewhere or whatever. But if you see in the spirit what's happening, angels are doing some wonderful things. They're getting involved in it. Amen? So let's do it with some understanding and expect wonderful things to happen. Shall we? Angels are going to get involved. Amen? Let's give. If you want to give tithes, if you need an envelope, you can come with an envelope. Um, You know, whatever you like, you can do. No force. But get understanding about it and expect in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful Jesus, you are wonderful. You are the awesome God. You are wonderful. Counselor, you are wonderful. Oh Jesus, power, superpower. Jesus power, super power, hey. Jesus power, super power. Jesus power, super power. Super power, super power, super power, hey. Super power, super power, super power. Poverty power, powerless power. Jesus name. But, Jesus' power, super power. Thank you Lord, Jesus' power, super power. For this precious soul here, and this family. Whatever she has not seen till today, in Jesus' name. Whatever expectation she has not yet seen today, in Jesus' name, let it be released to her. Let us see a benefit. Let us see the desire today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, let us see, let us taste and see that the Lord Amen. is good. Yes, the God of the angel armies. Amen. The God of the wonderful. Amen. Work wonders in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonders in Jesus' name. Curse is broken. The lies yes. are over in Jesus', yes, Jesus name. Hallelujah, yes. Abba, Father. Thank you, Father. We receive in Jesus' yes, Hallelujah. Oh Shandarabakaya, Jesus power, super power. Jesus power, super power. Poverty power, powerless power. Sickness power, powerless power. But Jesus power, super power. Hey, Jesus power, super power. Jesus name. Every curse is broken. Every lie is cancelled. Every lying thing that's plagued them, that's tried to follow them around. Your power is cancelled right now in Jesus name.
1: name.
0: We decree the goodness of God is their portion. Their expectation shall not be cut off. They will see and taste and enjoy the benefit of the Lord. Their family be blessed on the earth. Overflow excess is their portion in Jesus name. Let it be Lord. Let it be your counsel.
1: Restore
0: their lives Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you. <coughs> All right. Thank you, Father. Don't ever think that I have not seen and not heard But I've been a witness and have seen everything. And I know, I knew you before time. I know the plans I have for you the good. They cannot be less than that because I'm your father. And I have good plans. You're my day, You're called my name. And I have declared over you. And I have sung over you. And I have reached you. So be of good cheer and ready to receive my benefits. Even in a land that looks like a stretching of your faith. Even in a land that looks strange, but you're obeying. And as you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Any land. The land. This land. Any land you go to. You shall eat the good of it. And it shall be wonderful. Because He is wonderful. And He does wondrously. On your behalf. In Jesus name. Let it be. Every curse is over. Every lie is cancelled. Rest in Jesus. Cheerful rest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. 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 Amen. Nothing less. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise okay. God, man. Praise God. Wonderful Jesus. Well, thank you so much. We're a little bit late today, but... Hallelujah. We just love God so much. Sometimes we forget the time. Amen. Hallelujah. You're blessed. If you'd like to be a part of the evening services, you can join Brother Manoj, Brother Anandraj in various locations. As we are developing, more will be spread across the city so you don't have to travel so much. Nevertheless, I'm so happy you came. Thank you so much. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. If you need prayer, welcome to the front. Shake a hand. And hallelujah. Have a wonderful time. Amen.